Today is Monday, September 5th, 2022. Happy Labor Day. Trump holds a massive rally in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, putting Biden to shame. Trump reveals the FBI raided Baron Trump's room in a Labor Day message from me for the real American workers. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. As you know, the good news is in August, the economy created 315,000 jobs, which is important. We have created nearly 10,000 million jobs since President Biden took office, uh, which is the fastest job growth in history. So you're asking me, where's the success? Here it is. Wait, let me finish. Wait, wait, hold on. So happy Labor Day. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Labor Day. Now, this is us. Sticking it to the communists, doing the show live today. Here we go. Donald Trump rally versus Joe Biden rally. Woof, baby. This was this was a spicy one. So here's the setup. Donald Trump went to Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Joe Biden went to Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Same week, three days apart. This is a little city in Pennsylvania. I don't know. What's the population? ALX, what's the, what's the population of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania? Pull that number for me. They went and they spoke. And the differences between these events were shocking, to say the least. The visuals were shocking. The oratory was shockingly different. The vibe was very different. And we will get into that. But to demonstrate this, I think, first and foremost, we tweeted a clip this weekend that's done Three and a half million views on Twitter. It's gotten eight-figure views across all platforms. So we thought we'd begin by showing you exactly how different Donald Trump and Joe Biden's rallies were. Uh, and let's see if you can spot the difference here. Here's Donald Trump's rally and Joe Biden's rally back-to-back. The footage of both. See if you can uh, spot the uh, the vibe check in these clips. Go. Than anything else? You realize that? The point is, we ask so much of you. So much of you. I've not. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So you have Joe Biden speaking inside of a municipal gym. Joe Biden is talking inside of an empty gym. I think we have the image there, right? Can we see the, can we see like the, the gym? Okay. So that's Joe Biden talking in an empty gym with folding chairs, safer America. And this is on the top, Donald Trump's rally. Look at that. I mean, you have, you have sports teams, you have NFL teams. This was the start of college football season this weekend. I'm sure all of you were watching. I was watching the Florida state game last night, Florida, uh, Florida state. Way to go, baby. Did you guys see that? The blocked the blocked extra point? Way to go. And uh, shout out to Ricky and all of his crew who invited me uh, to hang out. I didn't go to Florida State, but they invited me to go watch that game. And that sucker was wild. I'm excited to have college football season back, but did the Superdome in New Orleans have that many people in it last night? I don't know, man. Look at that crowd. Joe Biden, on the other hand, is like the, the crowd is empty. And also... A huge portion of that crowd is public sector unions, the kind of unions that we just talked about in our open about Labor Day. 
Again, public sector unions make up one third, like one out of every three public sector employees is unionized. That gives them the ability to collectively bargain against you, the taxpayer who provides their salaries. Even FDR, by the way, said that this was wrong. Even FDR said, and here's the quote here, uh, pro-union FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, said that organized labor's overreach into the federal government has no place in government service. In 1937, he wrote, all government workers should realize that the process of collective bargaining, as usually understood, cannot be translated into public service. Strikes by public employees, he said, were unthinkable and intolerable. FDR's warning has gone by the wayside. Probably a major reason why public support in unions is down and a huge reason why Labor Day parades are a distant memory. Now, the reason we bring that up is because you can see here in this image, let's make the image big again, you can see here in this image that Donald, that, that, that Donald Trump is talking to the people and Joe Biden is talking to people who are forced to be there uh, via, via his union. So the union card membership pushers force the police officers and the plumbers and the people who are part of their union to show up at these pathetic events by Joe Biden uh, as, a, as a capacity of their membership in the union. So it's like forced political speech by these union agencies. It's why we are, it's why we are pro-labor, anti-labor unions on this show. So ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, pretty devastating uh, what you could see here with Donald Trump's speech. I mean, it's it's absolutely beautiful to see this stadium packed. And it was pathetic to see Joe Biden speak with this really small crowd, this like extremely small crowd. Let's get the individual clip of Joe Biden talking to the small crowd, like loaded up uh, because that doesn't do it justice. You should see like the individual clip. Fox News actually like pans out and you can see how the crowd is completely empty inside of this gym. Joe Biden gave another speech in Pennsylvania that was as pathetic and more his Hitlerian red blood red uh, speech to the nation where he screamed and raged about MAGA. Donald Trump roasted Joe for that creepy, uh, again, like Stalinist style speech. You all saw it spawned a billion memes. And Donald Trump was saying this about that speech. We covered that speech in depth. Let's see if you can spot the difference between Donald Trump's crowd and Joe and Joe Biden's, again, Hitlerian blood red speech uh, in Philadelphia, same state that week. Y'all saw it. Here's what Donald Trump had to say about it. As you know, this week, Joe Biden came to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, to give the most vicious, hateful and divisive speech ever delivered by an American president, vilifying 75 million citizens, plus another probably 75 to 150, if we want to be accurate about it, as threats to democracy and as enemies of the state. You're all enemies of the state. He's an enemy of the state. You want to know the truth? The enemy of the state is him and the group that control him, which is circling around him. Do this, do that, Joe. You're going to do this, Joe, right? I think Philadelphia was a great choice to make this speech of hatred and anger. His speech was hatred and anger. By the way, the next morning, he forgot what he said. You saw that. (laughs) 
Did you watch the Trump speech, man? It was a vibe. The people were rolling. People were raucous. They were yelling. It was amazing. Their chance of USA, USA. Of course, this is Donald Trump's first big appearance since the FBI raid. The FBI raid happened on August 8th. That's nearly a month ago. How time flies. And now Joe Biden is sitting there saying, ah, maybe this was a bad idea. Because he's seeing the polls, he's seeing people turning out for Trump. You're seeing that the polls are markedly against Biden and his regime over this raid. This is a disaster. This has backfired catastrophically. And you're giving Donald Trump the ability to say things like this. Donald Trump spoke about the third world raid that Joe Biden committed against him. He has every damn right to rage against this. And also, as stated at the time, this raid simply proves that Donald Trump has been right all along about the deep state. Every single facet that Donald Trump has said and promised his supporters, the type of language that he uses, Donald Trump says, yo, they're not after me. They're after you. I'm standing in the way. This is a deep state. This is a permanent state. They'll do anything to maintain power. And then they go and raid his house illegally. They go through Baron Trump's room. We'll get to that in just a moment. They go through Melania's unmentionables. Come on, man. Seriously, Merrick Garland, there's easier ways to cross-dress. Donald Trump talking about the third world raid on his house. The first time he's spoken at a rally about it. And this was electric. Go. On a phony pretext... Getting permission from a highly political magistrate who they handpicked late in the evening, just days before the break in and trampled upon my rights and civil liberties as if our country that we love so much were a third world nation. We're like a third world nation. Boy, if there's something the Biden regime has taught us is that we live inside of a country of takers. These people will literally take money out of your bank account to pay for their student loans. It is infuriating. That's why it's so refreshing to partner with a company that is a giver. Pure Talk wants to give you something. That's right, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they're takers. They take way too much of your money for data you will never use. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, gives you choices. Only pay for the data that you need. That's how the average family, like mine, saves 75 bucks a month switching to Pure Talk. With Pure Talk, it's easy to find the right plan for you and your family, unlimited talk, text, and data, and plans from two gigs all the way to unlimited with mobile hotspots, all on America's most reliable 5G network. So why pay more? Here's another thing. Pure Talk's going to give you. This month, when you switch to Pure Talk, you pay one month, they'll give you the next month free. The big, woke corporate cell phone service providers would never. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, choose a plan, enter the promo code Benny at checkout, and get your second month free. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Third world nation. He's right. I mean, listen, man, it's it really is. It really is shameful what they've done to Donald Trump. We've been covering it nonstop on the show. It is truly shameful. Again, what we found out this weekend is that they raided Baron Trump's room. Now, Baron Trump is taller than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Baron Trump is probably the tallest man in the world right now. I don't know if you've seen photos of this kid. Like, I don't know. How tall is this guy? Like this guy, this kid is headed directly to, to the NBA. I'm the Darren, Baron Trump. Stop playing soccer, okay? We know he likes to play soccer. Stop playing soccer and start dribbling, dude, because you are headed directly to the NBA. I don't care how woke they are; they're gonna hire. They're gonna hire this kid. 
Baron Trump's room got raided by the FBI. Donald Trump revealed that, and it is just utterly despicable. The people who are watching this event and the people who are watching it live, which this event broke records, I don't know if we have the final capacity of the stadium. We know that Baron Trump is 6'7", okay? According to our producer, ALX, Baron Trump is 6'7", Donald Trump is 6'3". Yo! The kid is huge! Uh, the people who were watching were tuning in at record numbers. This was a Saturday night speech and the record numbers were able to see a very cool Trump outro. We want to play it for you here in all of its glory. We've never seen them do this before. They played music to Donald Trump's outro. This is deeply neat, right? The, the, the footage of the event, the feel of the event, the vibe of the event. We're going to show you behind the scenes, uh, 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 courtesy of our friend Dan Scavino in just one moment, but Check out what they've done with Donald Trump's outro for the speech. You want to know why they fear this guy? You want to know why they're rating this, Tommy? They are going after Trump. They're going after Trump because he's getting better. He's aging backwards. He's the Benjamin Button president, and he's getting sharper with his tactics on the road. Check out this deeply neat new tactic of playing thematic music as he does this like uh, uh, sonnet uh, love letter to America outro. Take it away. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a chance because we are Americans and Americans kneel to God and God alone. My fellow citizens, this incredible journey we are on together has only just begun. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious American nation. Way to go, man. You see, you hear like the sonnet, you hear like the beautiful music playing. Trump's always done this. My first time ever interviewing Donald Trump was way back 2015. It had to have been because he was running for president and he was coming to Iowa. Now I'm an Iowan and I went to Dubuque, Iowa and Donald Trump was flying his uh, Trump Force One, as they called it, into Dubuque, Iowa, this little regional airport. All these people in a hangar. You've seen it when he pulled the plane up to the hangars. You've seen these things. Now, Trump was flying in and he wasn't landing. As soon as his plane appeared, it wasn't landing. And behind us played the Air Force One theme song. Remember Harrison Ford? Get off my plane. And he kicks the terrorist off, right? And the terrorist gets choked out at the end of the plane. Harrison Ford, badass. He saves America. He's president. Remember Air Force One? Have you seen that movie? I love that movie. There's a theme in that movie. There's a th uh, thematic uh, 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 song to that movie. And Donald Trump gave like like landed to that theme song and i was like man this guy is next level this guy is a full presidential send this is a full send president and this guy's gonna he's gonna become president i mean he, he like he gets it because the crowd went insane as trump's landing his plane to the air force one music harrison ford get off my plane kicks the russian terrorist out of the plane he chokes him it's amazing super cool you know the ending it's awesome so Donald Trump is back at it again, but he's just getting better. So I had the clips loaded live on the show. Shout out ALX and Royce did it live. I had the clips loaded. This one's from Dan Scavino. This is the uh, behind the scenes walkout of Donald Trump into this arena. You got to watch it in all of its glory because it actually give it'll send chills up your spine. Check 
this arena out and ask yourself, if you're a college football fan and you were watching the game this weekend, did your college football opening day have the same energy as this Donald Trump rally in a city of 50,000 people in Pennsylvania? The population of uh, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania is what? What is it, ALX? Population is Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, 40,000. 40,000 people. Okay? So 40,000 people. Here's the arena. This is a relatively small town in Pennsylvania. Donald Trump walking out. Check, check out this vibe. Are you a college football fan? Who do you root for? Who's your team? Let us know in the comments. If you're a college football fan, throw them up, baby. Throw those deuces up. Let us know who you cheered for. Did your team win this weekend? Donald Trump threw a more energetic speech than your team. Donald Trump. They impeached him. Russiagate. Hillary Clinton. Raided by the FBI. And he is throwing that vibe down. The roar of the people. And he filled the floor too. Anyone will tell you who does events. You can fill the seats, but it's filling the floor that really does it because that floor is supposed to be where the athletes play. So if you're giving a political speech, he's filling the floor. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is hitting the floor with his face, but it's okay because there's no brain cells left in the skull. Joe Biden is giving events like this. This is the same city. We got the Biden club here. This is the same city, the same place. Down the street, we Google mapped it. It's like a mile away. Donald Trump's giving this massive rally where the vibe is so real and the people are just going bananas. And Joe Biden events look like and sound like and feel like a funeral home. Rightly so. Take it away. And give them. We expect them to do everything. We expect them to be to protect us to be psychologists and to be sociologists. I mean, we expect you to do everything. I'm not joking. Everything. You realize more police officers are killed dealing with domestic violence than anything else? You realize that? The point is, we ask so much of you. So much of you. I've not met a cop who likes a bad cop. There's bad in everything. There's lousy senators, there's lousy presidents, there's lousy doctors, there's lousy lawyers. No, I'm serious. But I don't know any police officer that feels good about the fact that there may be a lousy cop.
We cover a lot of data on this show, so when was the last time you heard us talk about a number that reached absolute zero? Well, a few times. There are absolutely zero functional brain cells inside of Joe Biden's head. There is 0% chance of us voting for a Democrat in November, and there's 0% chance that Hillary Clinton will become president. Financially, in our lifetime, we have seen numbers reach absolute zero, and it's been terrifying. In the last recession, stocks like Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, and Chrysler reached absolute zero in value overnight. Could it happen again? Of course it could. And if it did, would you be protected? This is why we invest in gold. Gold has never been at absolute zero in value ever in world history. In fact, gold value is rising like a hockey stick. That's why the savviest Americans, like me, diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling, collapsing dollar. Birch Gold Group helps me invest in gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and they can help you. Text Benny to 989898, and you can convert your old 401k or IRA into a precious metals-backed IRA right now. Do it. It's the smart move, and we got two more years of Joe Biden, so what can you do, man? Text Benny to 989898 to invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. Did you see it? Did you see the Fox News pan? You want to know what a you want to know what a, a real subtle burn is from Fox News? You could tell that the producer was like, pull out, pull out, pull out, pull out, pull out. And so they pulled all the way out that shot and showed that he's just in an empty arena. He's in an empty stadium. That's like a high school gym. It's a high school gym. Look at that. It's a high school gym. There's people sitting there on folding chairs. All of them have milk of magnesia in their pocket. They all have like, uh, they all got a Werther's original from Joe Biden's hot pocket when he, when he walked into the room. They listen to Joe Biden's dentures rattle around in the back of his mouth as he's talking to people who are forced to be there. They're forced to be there. Otherwise, you get a pink slip. Forced to be there. These people are public. You can see all the public sector and uniformed uh, agents inside of the room. They were told to be there. They had to be forced to go to Joe Biden's event. Meanwhile, Donald Trump's giving a more impassioned, more energetic speech and entry to his event than Ohio State's football team got this weekend. What did they play? Notre Dame? think they beat Notre Dame? Yeah, that's right. This is like a larger vibe check than I've ever seen in, in politics. And it couldn't come at a better time because Donald Trump right now is under attack. Donald Trump revealed in this speech that his kid, Baron Trump, who is 6'7", we just checked that, 6'7". Baron Trump is on his way, 16 years old. Baron Trump is on his way to being like a seven foot tall dude. Baron Trump should play in the NBA. We totally agree with that. Baron Trump's room got rummaged through by the FBI looking through his, uh, well, what do 16 year olds have now? When I was 16, it'd be a game boy, but I don't think people have that anymore. What are they looking through? Baron Trump's TikTok accounts. What do they got Royce? Nintendo switch. Okay. All right. So I'm 16 year old. They're going through Baron Trump's Nintendo switch, going through his Twitch account, checking his Minecraft scores. What the hell are they doing? What is FBI? We got his fidget spinner. Remember Baron Trump with the fidget spinner? Those are out of style, but he used to have one. He walked off Air Force One holding it. What were the FBI looking for? These scumbags raided Baron Trump's room. Take it away. They rifled through the first lady's closet drawers and everything else. And even did a deep and ugly search 
of the room of my 16-year-old son, <laughs> leaving everything they touched in far different condition than it was when they started. Can you believe it? The FBI and the Justice Department have become vicious monsters controlled by radical left scoundrels, lawyers, and the media who tell them what to do, you people right there, and when to do it. It's my favorite part of every Trump speech. My favorite part of every Trump speech is it is the everyone turning to the little press corps in the back. Everyone going, boo! Why would you raid Baron Trump's room? Why would you go rifle through the sixteen-year-old stuff? How are you? How is it possible? We've had FBI lawyers on this show. We've had DOJ lawyers on this show. Brett Tolman last week for Right on Crime was saying, "Hey, when you issue a warrant." It is a narrow warrant. There's no such thing as a broad warrant in America. So when you issue a warrant, it says what you can search and what you can't. He gave the example of if there was a bloody knife outside of the closet and you were searching for a murder weapon and your warrant said you can search in the closet. You can't touch the knife. You can't bring it in. You can't even say you saw the bloody knife. You got to go get another warrant. Why would they search Baron Trump's room? Here we go. Got it right here. This is, the, this is the explanation by the FBI. There you go. There's the explanation. Why would you go through a 16-year-old kid's stuff? Why are you checking his Minecraft scores? Producer ALX says they're definitely are checking his Minecraft. He says, he says he's confirmed that Baron Trump plays Minecraft. I don't know what that means. ALX, do you play Minecraft against Baron Trump? Is Baron Trump's Minecraft character a giant? Because Baron Trump is a huge, huge individual. We don't know. But if he was a giant... Don't care how tall he is, you wouldn't be able to climb this many number of steps in this garbage affidavit that the FBI released tells us nothing, tells us nothing about why they raided Donald Trump's house. Page after page, page after page, every single page. Look at this. Hunter Biden's house on the weekends. That's what this looks like. Hunter Biden's house on the weekends. White lines. White lines, white lines, white lines. That's all it is. People are scum. Cannot believe it. And I can't believe that they, I mean, listen, please, uh, Team Trump, release the tapes. You got to release the tapes. You got to release it. You got to release the tapes. You got to show the FBI rummaging through uh, Baron Trump stuff. This is an information war. Information is power. Information is a tactical weapon. And you got to release the footage. You got to show him going through, like taking his pogs or his Pokemon cards, whatever, man. You know, seriously, it's, it's, it's some sick stuff. So Joe Biden and his administration invaded the home of their chief political opponent who was absolutely destroying him and everybody else in the polls, Trump said during a rally in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania on Saturday night. On the phony pretext of a highly political magistrate who was handpicked late in the evening, just days before uh, the break-in and trampled upon my rights and civil liberties. Donald Trump, exactly right. Go in and go in hard, dude. Go in hard. The American people are with you. And Donald Trump then goes on to say the FBI rifled through his wife's closet and then rifled through his son's stuff. You got a you got a wife out there? You married? You married? You got kids? I got kids. I got a wife. Uh, I would be enraged. And I got legal counsel too. And we got people who protect us. And we got people who work on this show, even on Labor Day. And we're thankful for them. Uh, I would be spending every last penny in my bank account 
if a federal agency went through suing them, if they went through my kid's stuff, rifled, went through my wife's closet. We don't have an, I mean, we don't like this. I think this, what is this? Like an H&M shirt? Like, I, like we don't have nice stuff, but it's still a violation of my basic Fourth Amendment rights, violation of my pro, a property, my privacy. It's a general warrant. It should be illegal. General warrants are what the Crown issued in order to harass the colonists. And then the colonists uh, went and wrote a document that said, you're not allowed to do that anymore. You're also not allowed to house soldiers in my house. I mean, they went a step further, which is we're going to like a red coat would knock on your door and say, I'm going to sleep in your bed tonight. You and your kids can hit the bricks. That's what they used to do. That's what the third amendment's about, about quartering soldiers. This is how offensive and this is how regressive the society is under Joe Biden, man. It is a disgusting thing. So for all of the violations of the Constitution, for all of the backlash that the uh, DOJ and the FBI is now seeing from this raid, you are seeing the polls explode here in Pennsylvania, for instance. Now it is a statistical tie for the governor's race. It is a statistical tie for the race for Senate with Mehmet Oz versus John Fetterman. John Fetterman, of course, uh, showing uh, that the Democrats don't like to eat their vegetables. They like to elect them. Uh, Joe Biden, a perfect example of that. And yo, have you ever have you heard like John Fetterman talk? Guys, these people aren't fit for office. So here we go. What is this raid for? What was it all about? What did they get? Well, <laughs> breaking this weekend, they got a bunch of empty folders. <laughs> this next story is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. The media is baffled about the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago recovers dozens of classified folders that are empty. <laughs> gotcha! That's what it is. And I've said for a long time that Donald Trump should have hid Hunter Biden's laptop in his safe, and then he would have had proof positive that the FBI has a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop. That would have been the galaxy brain move here. But the next level move is to punk, to punk them. You've been exed, punk, as Michael Scott would say, with a uh, bunch of empty classified folders. So that's what happened here. So Donald Trump had a bunch of empty classified folders, which as Cash Patel told us last week, it's no crime. He, like, like the documents, remember, they threw them on the ground. It's no crime to have classified cover markings it's the classification inside that is the valuable asset you can have a classified folder so what what's the deal apparently donald trump the fbi seized a bunch of like empty folders <laughs> from donald trump's house got it unusual suspects kevin spacey he doesn't have a limp. It's incredible. The FBI recovered more than 11,000 government documents and photographed during August 8th search of former President Donald Trump's Florida state, as well as 48 empty folders <laughs> labeled as classified. <laughs> this is according to Trending Politics. <laughs> What's a good movie analogy here? What's the good movie analogy? We're like at the at the end. It's like at the end, everything was everything was fake. Everything was empty. Inside man, I don't know. Well, what's what's the good movie analogy? Where like there's the big reveal at the end, and they got nothing. They got nothing. It was all fagazi. It was all fagazi. This is what they've done with Trump. Unsealed uh, the unsealing by the U.S. District Judge Eileen Cannon, who has has been really good and very positive towards Donald Trump in this, and is going to appoint a special master, we believe, this week. West Palm Beach came one day after she heard oral arguments from Trump's attorneys. 
As USA Today reported, uh, the list described 31 uh, confidential documents, 54 secret documents, 11 top secret. It's hardly the scandal of the century, but it hasn't stopped the uh, mainstream media from recklessly speculating about what has happened. Uh, Trump didn't pack up empty folders and take them to Florida for former federal prosecutor treated, uh, tweeted things uh, just went from bad to worse, unfathomably dangerous. Andrew Weissman, also known as Mueller's Pitbull, is tweeting. They're all taking their little arguments to Twitter. It's the empty classified folders that are the most concerned. Where are the contents? This is the same. It's the same thing, okay? It's always the same thing. It's like a, it's, 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 it's blue and on, midwit. This is midwit thought process here. These are This is midwit thinking, okay? This is the true crime podcast about Donald Trump. Get Trump, the true crime podcast that every Xanax-filled leftist Lululemon divorcee mom sitting there outside of her soul cycle class is thinking about and listening to and shaking, you know, wondering, like, uh, what's going to happen between, like, uh, her next stop, which will be Whole Foods, and then the pet store to get a can of Fancy Cat for her little cat, uh, which is, you know, her only friend in the world. These people are broken. And they're sad and they're miserable individuals. Uh, they must get Trump because Donald Trump, as we have demonstrated in this live, has uh, and can fill a massive stadium while Joe Biden can't fill the chalk circles on the ground inside of this arena. This is such a good photograph. <laughs> it does look like a college football game. It looks like a college football game versus like a high school volleyball game, like the B squad. This is like the... The high school, uh, like a uh, volleyball game, or like the PT, uh, what, like um, the HOA meeting. That's what Joe Biden's event looks like. He's the HO. He's the angry, bitter, uh, Hitlerian man in charge of the HOA, and he's telling everyone in the neighborhood to cut their grass. <laughs> this is what he's like. Cut your grass, old man yells at cloud meme. So this is what's happening. The FBI apparently took a bunch of empty documents. Uh, the Experts on all of this, of course, are saying that not only does Donald Trump have the right to declassify anything he wants, Donald Trump did declassify, as we've shown you in the archival footage, Donald Trump is not only declassifying via executive order, but he's also declassifying via signed presidential order and then declassifying on camera and then declassifying via tweet. All these documents were declassified. These are documents related to the Russiagate scandal, of which we only know for uh, uh, 60%. And the other 40% has yet to work its way through the declassification, I guess, system uh, in our country. And Cash Patel is telling us that they like that. Those are the documents. That's what they wanted. This is a political hit job by by a politically weaponized uh, CIA, FBI, deep state and administration in order to prevent Donald Trump from running in 2024 because he can fill a, a massive arena and Joe Biden can't fill the line at a Chick-fil-A. The line for the bathroom inside of that arena uh that Trump was speaking at is longer than all of the people who went to the Joe Biden event. The Supreme Court has strongly backed presidential classification authority in such cases, including Department of Navy versus Egan. This is from 1988. Also, the Bill, the Bill Clinton sock drawer case, which is sickening and disgusting. Our friend Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch will be on the show this week, along with Miranda Devine. Very excited about that. Uh, Tom Fitton sued in order to get Bill Clinton's private records from his presidency. And he was told no. He was smacked down. Tom Fitton is a brawler, baby. 
from Judicial Watch. This is a homie is not to be trifled with. And Tom Fitton was smacked down on this issue. And we're going to talk to him about it this week. Stay tuned. Uh, Tom Fitton was told, no, you can't have Bill Clinton's private documents. So it's like clear violations of the law, which is what the FBI uh, and the Biden regime are engaged in right now. We'll see what happens. But all we know about it, all we know is this. If you want to save your retinas, do not take a blacklight to Bill Clinton's sock drawer. That's all we're saying. Uh, that glow would probably sear uh, the, 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 in, the, in, the inside of the core reaches of the sun. And that's all we'll say about that. Uh, it was recently reported that the Department of Justice is unlikely to bring criminal charges against Donald Trump before the midterm elections. Uh, our homie Jack Posobiec is saying that the Biden White House is going to issue a preemptive pardon of Donald Trump. That's, that's a weird move and a move out of desperation. A preemptive pardon of Donald Trump for mishandling uh, classified documents. So what's that about? I think it smells and reeks of panic. That's what it is all about. It is panic. And Joe Biden realized that his Hitlerian speech uh, in front of the building going, ah, you all saw the photo. Ah, like this. I did <laughs> Here's our Joe Biden press. Or like there's one Joe Biden press. This is the one. First Joe Biden impression is this. Looking at the teleprompter. And then the second Joe Biden impression is like angry screaming with his fists in the air. They got it? That's good. All right. So which America do you want? Which America you want? Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. There's your America. Which one you want? Biden contradicts himself, says Trump supporters are not a threat. Oh, my. It looks like a change of tune. It looks like people are panicking inside of the White House and that those people are panicking for a damn good reason. They realize that this was a massive backfire last week. We'll see what happens. We had Don Jr. on chatting about it. Don Jr. saying this wasn't an accident and that they are terrified right now. Uh, uh, and, and, and right. Whoa. Is that true? Am I seeing that? ALX check to see if the uh, special master was just appointed. Order special master to be appointed. Is this true? Was the special master just appointed? We may have some breaking news here. Is the special master just appointed in the Trump case? Yo, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We may have just some breaking news right now. This may be one of the biggest, this may be the bit, the, the, the largest breaking news on the show in history. Uh, and, and we just covered Liz Cheney's loss, and that was really special live. Uh, yes, it looks to be. Okay, we'll see if we can get this. We'll see if we can get this up on uh, the special master. Hold on. Let me get this to you guys. Special master was just appointed in a devastating loss to the United States government. Judge orders special master be appointed in the U.S. case against the president. Whoa! There it is. Boom. Man, we are good. Goodness gracious, I love the labor on this show. Is that it? Is that it, Royce? Wow. Smoked. There we go. There we go. It's time for the Trump dance. There you go. You want the Trump dance? There it is. Judge orders special master in Trump case. Federal government owned yet again. B-T-F-O. Blown the out. This is incredible. Okay, so what does this mean? Based on, we are not lawyers on the show, but based on our understanding and speaking with those who are extremely knowledgeable of these issues, what this means is that there's going to be somebody who is a uh, non-partisan who is going to be appointed or, or to review all of the documents, all these documents. Earpiece coming out here. All of the documents that the federal government took from Mar-a-Lago. From Mar 
So they took every they took all these documents from Mar-a-Lago. And now you're going to have a judge, a, a somebody who doesn't who doesn't have an affiliation with the with the FBI or the government who is going to oversee these documents, go through them and be like, yo, this was this was attorney client privilege. You can't have this. You can't use this. This is the predicate for the case to be thrown out, actually. This is the predicate for the judge to essentially smack right in the PP, the federal government, and like hurt them badly. Yo, this, uh, you, you took like Donald Trump's remote. What, why did you take this? This has nothing to do with your search warrant. Why did you take this like statue of Abraham Lincoln from Donald Trump's house? This has nothing to do with the search warrant. Why did you take Baron Trump's Nintendo Switch? He was working on a high score on Minecraft, you jackasses. You hurt the young boy. And he's huge. We're going to leave you in the, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do a, uh, you know, one-on-one game between, uh, a one-on-one game between Merrick Garland, who I think is like maybe four feet one. These people are very tall. They're very, very teeny. Uh, 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 Dr. Fauci is also a very, very teeny little little man. Uh, these people couldn't fit into the Baby Yoda costume. Uh, they are very, very teeny men. We're going to force you to play one-on-one Baron Trump versus Merrick Garland. That will be the that will be the ruling. That will be your punishment. So it is decided. Judge is saying that a special master is going to look over all of these documents and is going to decide what is pertinent to the case and where the DOJ overstepped. This is a huge development. This is a massive loss for the government who have been screaming at the top of their lungs. Here we go. The breaking news on screen screaming at the top of their lungs that this mustn't happen because we've already reviewed the documents. We already know what's inside of them. Blah, blah, blah. Man, what a devastating blow for the federal government. By the way, who's the, who, like, who are the guilty parties and who are the innocent parties? There's a tell. The tell is that the innocent parties always want all the information to be known. Release the tapes, release the data, release it all. The guilty parties are the ones who try and obscure, who try and hide the bloody gloves, who try and hide the bloody knives, who try and hide the murder weapons, who try and like shield and put blinders on the jury. The guilty parties are the one that try and cover up and obscure. And the innocent parties are the ones that are like, release the tapes and release the documents. And that's what Donald Trump is saying right now. The government is countersuing with everything they got to try and keep this stuff under seal. And the the judge just kicked him right in the nuts. Whoa. This is incredible. What's our, uh, what's our document? What's our, uh, what's our uh, article on this? We have the, uh, we have the daily mail here. Let's just read the top line information live. The Daily Mail breaking news. Judge grants Trump's request to have special master review documents seized at Mar-a-Lago. Judges granted Donald Trump's request to have special master review. Uh, Judge Eileen Cannon approved Trump's motion to appoint a special master to review the seized property, personal items and documents, potentially privileged material, subject to claim of attorney-client privilege or executive privilege. The judge also has a temporarily in... The judge has also temporarily enjoined, forgive me, the government from reviewing and using the seized material uh, pending the completion of the review. Yo! So it takes all the material from the federal government. The judge grants that uh, his legal team, uh, the legal team of Donald Trump, a side benefit of stalling the fast-moving proceedings that would have unfolded since the August 8th FBI Mar-a-Lago raid. That's all we have in this article so far because this is breaking news. This is this news broke right as we were live. We were able to toss it up. You can see the judge's order here. Let's toss the judge's order back up on screen. This is insanity. 
Very cool. Very special win for Donald Trump. As we are covering on this show, Donald Trump is winning. He's winning these battles, and this is the biggest one yet. And the Democrats know it. They're in a panic. They're in a complete and total panic. So Joe Biden goes out and gives this demonizing speech against MAGA. Joe Biden hops out and gives this demonizing speech against MAGA, trying to essentially make the case for this raid. And they realize how hard it backfires. And then Joe Biden, the next day, gets the right dosage in, you know, mommy's little helper, president's little helper pills, and suddenly says, oh, actually, kumbaya, MAGA's amazing. Forgets what he said the night before. (laughs) So whatever body double they had of Joe Biden didn't get the talking points. And it wanders out on stage and like says now suddenly this Biden forgetting what he said on stage uh, 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 in his Hitlerian speech. Kindly old Biden appeared very special. They have like different versions of him that they can shove out there. Uh, Here's kindly old happy MAGA Biden. President, do you consider all Trump supporters to be a threat to the country? Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. And an extremism that threatens the very core of our republic. And we're going to raid Donald Trump. It's going to be illegal. And the judge is going to issue a special master. And they're going to smack us right in the pee-pee. And it's going to hurt. And we don't care. Because we must preserve the leftist world order. Joe Biden screams behind the blood-red background with the military flanking him. Yo. Biden also tweeted that MAGA Republicans are a threat to the very soul of the country. Who is this guy? What is going on? I'll tell you what's going on. They're losing. These are not the actions of people who are winning. These are the actions of scared people. These are the actions of people who are terrified. They're scared. They're so worried about what's going to happen to them. When Republicans get back in power, they are actually worried for the first time in a very long time. And what's more important is what you're seeing right here is the loss. For the first time in my lifetime, I'm 36 years old. I was born in 1986. The first time in my lifetime, you are seeing the left lose. They know that they are losing. They are acting like desperate, scared, mortally wounded animals, and they are lashing out. They are terrified of the results of what is to come when Republicans take back power, when Donald Trump wins back the presidency. They know that this is their last shot. So they must treat this as a war. They have to treat it as a war. They have to try and take their opponent off the field. And that's what they're doing right now. You saw this in the Biden aide, uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms. She was a former mayor of Atlanta, totally failed, miserable uh, mayor who just created further division and uh, allowed that city to be torched to the ground, allowed uh, crime to spike. She, of course, is then rewarded by getting a spot in the administration. She says that MAGA Republican agenda has no place in our democracy. Ah! (laughs) Well, hold on. All right. So um, let me start from square one here. Democracy, by its very definition, is the freedom to think, believe, and choose uh, the, the way that you wish to go, Western man. The 
democracy by definition, I mean, the act, I mean, we know that they like to say change the definition of words. They change the definition of recession. They change the definition of the word woman. Now, I guess they're changing the definition of the word democracy. So what democracy is, is all political beliefs, even if they are repugnant and we don't like them, are allowed in the political spectrum, including but not limited to Democrat beliefs in slavery. That's what Democrat Party stood for, uh, for you know, the better part of a couple decades at the beginning of this country for segregation. That's what the Democratic Party stood for, for the KKK, which is what the Democratic Party stood for, for the better part of, uh, you know, the first hundred to 200 years of this nation. Uh, Democrats believed in the structural racism uh, of the, uh, uh, you know, of, of the South and of Jim Crow. They believed in Brown versus Board of Education, separate but equal. They believed in Plessy versus Ferguson. That's the Democrat Party. They fought a civil war over, you know, the right to have slavery. That's what Democrats did. Yo, I mean, I know it was like 150 years ago, but that's literally what uh, Joe Biden was, I think, alive to remember that. Uh, So even if the views are repulsive and repugnant, a democracy means you are allowed to have them and you are allowed to campaign on them. You are allowed to try and get people to your side. It is incumbent upon you to provide the alternative to those views and to win at the ballot box with the will of the people, which is why consent of the governed is such a big thing inside of our founding documents. Uh, also, why our why our founding documents say that the American people uh, must be the source of all power because it's up to us. It's up to us to choose what kind of country we want to live in. So here's Keisha Lance Bottoms doing like, re, she go to re, she's saying re. We don't want democracy in this country. We actually want oligarchy. We want single party control, single party rule. Uh, and your views are not going to be allowed. Dissenting opinions are not going to be allowed. Th- these are the words of dictators. Joe Biden is giving, again, Stalinistic and Hitlerian speeches with Stalinistic and Hitlerian vibes. Who knows what uh, Austrian art school, you know, rejected Joe Biden's application, which, which led him to this moment. Babylon B headline there. But here's Keisha Lance Bottom essentially echoing the uh, repulsive uh, authoritarian uh, uh, instincts of the Biden regime by saying uh, these political opinions are no longer allowed in a democracy. Self-defeating. Watch. Has the president essentially given up on those MAGA Republicans, some 70 million people? Well, what the president has done is said that he will continue to work with mainstream Republicans, that he will work with Democrats, that he will work with independents to get things done in our country. But this MAGA Republican agenda, this hate-fueled agenda, this MAGA Republican agenda that we saw incite violence on our nation's capital has no place in a democracy. And if we are not intentional about calling it out, which is what the president did, uh, then our country, everything that our country is built upon is in danger. No, everything our country is built upon is preserved by the fact that political opinions that you happen to disagree with can exist. That's the purpose of this. I mean, that that is what it meant to be an American, that you won't have the ability to simply order from on high uh, as they are trying to do with labor unions. Again, labor union themed show. Here we go. Labor Day, ladies and gentlemen, and Trump doing work with his special master being appointed, uh, you won't be able to order from on high the federal government 
to limit speech in this country, to limit political activity, to limit free thought. It's the purpose of this nation. Keisha Lance Bottoms is bottoming out in her IQ levels there, uh, essentially stating that she wants us to live in a tyrannical authoritarian uh, dictatorship where only one political opinion is allowed. Well, we're not going to allow that. I mean, obviously, and we're going to kick their asses in November. And time after time after time, the hubris of these people, the hubris and the crippling capacity for the authoritarians to show their face and to show their intentions uh, comes around and bites them directly in the ass, as has just happened with the special master, the appointment of the special master. We now have a breaking news clip about this. We showed you the judge's order, the breaking news clip, the special master being appointed while we were live on this show. Yo, best breaking news team on the internet. We are proud to say, bringing it to you right now. Here's what I think MSNBC had to say. Check it away. And we have breaking news in the fight over those classified documents seized from Donald Trump. A federal judge in Florida has granted the former president's request for a third party, a so-called special master, to review the material. It's something the Justice Department has argued against. The seething, the tears, the tears from Andrea Mitchell there, like seething and crying. You, you, you know, the Wojak meme of like the crying lib, right, with the red eyes and like the screen, the, 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 the seethe. They have filled my water bottle. Man, they have filled it. And then this water is so salty. It's so salty. It's so delicious. These tears, it's incredible. And I'm I'm down on my electrolytes right now. So it's it's really uh, nourishing to me. Thank you, Andrea Mitchell, for the seethe and the cope and the anger <laughs> and the reality that the Biden regime is losing here. And they're going to lose even more. We don't lose on this show. We win. This is a show of winners. This space is a, sh- a space of winners. We want to thank you to the uh, to the absolutely nuclear uh, uh, viewership of this show. We are working on Labor Day. We want to do a shout out to the people who work with us on Labor Day. We got Royce over in the captain's chair here on the show. Sweet, the sweet Rolls Royce. His name is Royce. I call him call him call him, call him Rolls Royce. Uh, thank you, Royce, for being here. My man. And no more Disney shirts. No more. No more. Okay. <laughs> you got your mic on? No. Well, I can try it. No, I can hear you. I don't know if they can hear you on oh, the show. Yeah. We'll get it worked out. We want to say thank you, Royce. The man, ladies and gentlemen. ALX, of course, online. Danny Dayurbina. The show goes on. We thank everybody at, uh, at Team Benny, and we thank you, of course. All of us say thank you, like all of us who are uh, on Team Benny, uh, Rico, Ashley, Elijah, Danny, ALX. It's like so awesome to have the capacity to be a small business owner and to be able to hire conservative uh, uh, patriots who love this country, who are talented creatives, and it all happens because of you. So we just want to say thank you for watching. We've had record viewership on YouTube today, and we say thank you to the YouTube-based YouTube audience. And if you like what you heard, please click subscribe. Cl- please uh, share the content. That's the best way that you can help us. We know times are tough. Joe Biden sucks. Uh, let's go, Brandon. And, um, you know, we ain't asking anyone for extra cash here. We would never do that. We don't want that. Times are tough for everyone. People can barely fill up their tank of gas. But you allow Royce, for instance, to drive here every day and help us do the show. And we say thank you. Your support, just by watching the video, just by liking and subscribing, that's a free thing that you can do to help us out. 
If you really, really want to help us out and make our Labor Day, yo, take take some time before you go out and grill today. Punch subscribe on your uh, on wherever you get your podcasts. Punch subscribe to our podcast called The Betting Show. It's on where you can find it, where all podcasts are broadcast. And that will like truly help us out. It's just a free thing that you can do to help us out, to keep like preaching and keep working. We will be on, we will be online working. We'll be working on Thanksgiving. We'll be working on Christmas. We'll be working on Halloween. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll be working on Labor Day. We are anti-communist. So we will work on Labor Day to own the commies, to own the libs. And that's why we're working today. Thank you for subscribing. There's the, uh, there's the subscription right there. If you like the show, if you want to tell us about about uh, what you like in the show, you can email us. Here's my email. Uh, and we read the emails. We respond to as many as we can. We do get a lot of them. We get thousands of them. But we respond. I take like hours a night when, I, when we're done. I like sit there with my laptop watching Seinfeld, tapping away, responding to the emails. <laughs> That's that's how your boy spends his evening. Uh, if you like the show, if you don't like the show, if you want us to cover a specific topic, send it in, baby. Let us know. Let us know what's up. And we just want to say thank you again for watching uh, today. We want to bring excellence every single day. We want to bring entertainment, humor, uh, and we just love all of you. We sincerely, we love you. And we say thank you for like allowing us to be small business owners, to hire young creatives that we would have to like sacrifice on the altar of some garbage leftist company like MSNBC, uh, like we just showed you. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. What do we hate the most? Communism. What happened this weekend? Well, Cubans held 11 anti-communism protests uh, a day in August. Cuba is coming back, baby. Cuba has been protesting communism for quite a while. We were amazed by this uh, story. We wanted to bring this to you because the labor union movement in America is Marxist in nature. The l centralized labor union movement, which is disconnected from the support of the American worker, but the centralized labor movement uh, in this country is Marxist in nature. It always has been. It wishes to collectively bargain against the free market. The free market is the greatest provider of wages and of resources to the working class in world history, there has never been a greater transfer of wealth to working class people than through the levers of the free market. Communism destroys the working class, destroys the middle class, and provides simply Orwellian control that Joe Biden and Keisha Lance Bottoms and the like want to, to, to hurt you and to harm you. So Cubans, of course, who have been under the yoke of communism for the better part of 70 years, are protesting, man, could we see a free Cuba in my lifetime? I don't know. I've been to Cuba. I certainly want to go. Royce is Cuban. Maybe we go make another documentary and we document these protests because this is getting out of hand for the Cuban regime. Cubans carried out 361 protests against the communist Castro regime and its Muppet president, Miguel Diaz-Canal, in August, according to statistical information published by the Cuban Observatory of Conflict on Thursday. With an average of 11 protests a day. Yo. Wow. And that's, like, not allowed in Cuba. So this is pretty impressive. August 22 had the most... 2022 had the most registered protests in Cuba since the 2021 protests. The Observatory of Civil Society Organization documented 2,000 plus protests against the communist regime during the first eight months of 2022. The observatory data showed that the Cubans' protests consistently grew in size and number between January and June, which exponentially exploded to, into historical nationwide wave of protests. What have we found when we went to Cuba, man? We found when we went to Cuba the absolute dilapidated destruction of a once great society, a society that there would be no Miami or Tampa today if 
there wasn't communism in Cuba. Mark my words. Now, this is painful for me to say because I really like Tampa and this place is great. You go to Ybor City in Tampa, which is like a historically Cuban neighborhood. It like adds so much flair to the city. Tampa would probably be like more of a backwater without all the Cuban immigrants who came here and like changed this place, made it awesome. Dude, this area kicks ass. You can go get hand-rolled cigars. You can get Cuban coffees. You can go like hang out inside these like little Cuban villages in Ybor City. It's like sweet. You ever come to Tampa, you got to do this stuff. Cuban, of course, uh, Cuban uh, heritage and society added so much to Miami. Like Miami was essentially built on the backbone of it. The best club owners, like the great like clubs of the 1950s, uh, 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 like Blue Lagoon and all that. Is like all because of Cuban Cuban heritage. And then you can go down in a little Havana in Miami, and it's better than real Havana. So I went to real Havana. Real Havana hasn't uh, there's like not not like there's not running water there's not like electricity that works there's filth in the street there's like like raw sewage flowing through the streets it's not, it's not like what jay-z and beyonce show you there's like one place that is government controlled where you can take like a photo that looks like a postcard and the rest of the city is in collapse I and mean, i mean like literal collapse you can see the buildings like collapsing in on themselves They're being held up by pylons the place the place that we stayed is some old like victorian mansion sweet like spanish mansion uh, that was owned, that was like the vague, like Havana was like the Vegas, like the Miami of its day. Miami was a backwater, Tampa was a backwater, Miami was where it was at, baby. Communism destroyed it all. Nothing's been changed. The entire, like driving through the city is like so painful to see. People standing in food lines, people running, I've watched people, like a mob of people run over each other in order to try and get food. I mean, it was incredible. The, the lights inside of our Airbnb like flickered during the evening. Nobody had gas, gas lines stretching for miles, miles. We had to bribe a dude to get gas. And then eventually the knock on our door from the agents of the government, when they learned that we had camera equipment and they like raided, raided uh, our Airbnb. We grabbed our equipment and ran to the U.S. Embassy. It's wild. You can check it out in the documentary that we published uh, about it. And then we essentially like escaped Cuba. We like had to escape because we thought they were going to like take our documentary equipment. They were going to take our cameras. They were going to wipe our cards. And then they were going to keep us indefinitely uh, in Cuba. It was scary stuff. Now the Cuban people are revolting against that. And we say, uh, uh, you know, liberté, like, like Godspeed. I don't speak Spanish. I wouldn't be able to say it. You speak Spanish, Rice? All right. Well. Okay, he's, he, you know, what, what would it be? Viva, uh, viva, like, you know, whatever. Like, there, there's a there's a saying as it goes for liberty in, in, in Cuba. There's a popularized saying. So when they have freedom marches, there's like a saying uh, uh, around it. So uh, we are in favor of that. It would be incredible to see that uh, beautiful and gorgeous uh, uh, island, like, be turned. Uh, and this is the result of, like, 70 years of communism, just like that can just uh, just destroy, just destroy you, your entire society, everything that has been built up. And don't think it can't happen in America. It's obviously happening right now. It's what we fight against. We fight against it on this show. We fight against it every single day, including but not limited to Labor Day. That's why we're online and we say thank you for watching. I mean, man, like God bless all of you. Another like record viewership day. We just say thank you for watching. We hope that you enjoy uh, the labor uh, that we should be celebrating today, which is the labor of Americans uh, who work with their hands, break their backs to have built this incredible, great society. We need to honor them by preserving it and by working hard. We are working hard today to honor them, to preserve it, and to not honor the um, communist usurpers who want to steal from the products of that labor, who want to 
take the blood, sweat, and tears of the great men and women who built this country and then use it for their own decrepit power and these filthy, disgusting, smelly, mothball, dandruffy communists who never built a damn thing in their entire lives. They want to just steal. They want to rip off the labor of the great American worker. And we say N-O. We say no on the show, damn it. That's why we're working today. We're working to support them. We're working to support you. We're working to fight for you. We are a voice for you. We thank you for watching. If you're watching and you're concerned about like uh, what our priorities are, here they are. God, family, country. That's it. Yo, that's it. We're against offshoring. We're for the American worker. We're against the forces that rob from the American worker. And those forces are perfectly embodied by Keisha Lance Bottoms, by the Biden administration, by the regime that wants to offshore our jobs, gut our manufacturing, make us dependent on communist China, uh, and erode the value of the American worker through cheap foreign labor, free immigration, NAFTA, and all the rest. These things destroyed the American manufacturing base. Seven million jobs lost uh, in since my since I've been born. Seven million manufacturing jobs lost. You'll never be able to replicate it. You'll never be able to get it back. The brain drain, all of it has been eroded, and it's been eroded by the uniparty, these uniparty bastards uh, who hate the American worker and want to per- keep this country weak, want to make you weaker, Take away your job, take away our industries, take away our ability to provide for ourselves, take away our ability to even just have sustainable like food uh, and fuel. And you're seeing that like motion right now. So the first thing was to hollow out the manufacturing. The second thing uh, was to hollow out your ability to like move freely, think freely and eat. And a starving population can be controlled. An unarmed population can be controlled. You see this in communist Cuba. That's why we fight. That's why we fight. We want to stop it from getting there. And this is the uh, this is one of the places that says no. This is one of the places that says stop. And we say it even on Labor Day. And we thank you for watching on your Labor Day. We hope that you have a great barbecue. We're going to barbecue today. We hope you have like some time off. We truly do. God bless you, the American worker. Uh, we, you were born free. And we intend to stay free. We hope you stay that way. Free men and free women have always saved America and will always save America. And that's what we're going to do on this show. God bless all of you. My name is Benny Johnson. Breaking news today. So be uplifted. Go out with a little pep in your step. Slap that steak on the grill and say, screw communism. We love the free market. That's what brought me this beautiful steak and this beautiful Weber grill is a free market. And that's what will uh, bring us uh, into a new era, a new renaissance for this nation, a new renaissance of freedom and a great awakening. We are awake, not woke. And we thank you for watching. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show.